If you have a checkout page for a service or product, keep listening, my friend, because you are about to find out the 60-second trick that's going to increase your revenue by 20%. No, I am not lying. Before we dive into this amazing trick that I cannot wait to tell you about, I wanna make sure that you've registered for my free class called How to Create Consistent Income Without Adding More to Your Schedule. Because here's the thing, you can't build an online empire by aimlessly working, right? So what I wanna do is I wanna help you with the three P's of profit which is what I'm going over in this class. I'm going to show you a way where you can automate everything in your business that's driving profit. So you can sign up for this free class at profitplanner.co slash free. So go to profitplanner.co slash free, sign up for the free class on how to create consistent income without adding more to your schedule. And now that you have a free seat, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode with Vanessa. Hey Haley, I'm super excited to be here. Yes. And before we dive into the 60 second trick to increase our launch revenue by an average of 15%, I want to dive into what you do because you have an amazing podcast that a lot of Profit Cleaner Lounge members are listening to now. It's all about opt-ins. You're all about opt-ins. So can you give us a little background? Yeah, so um, I am a recovering WordPress and brand designer, and through my work um, doing WordPress and brand design, I realized that I really loved creating opt-ins and helping my clients make like an opt-in strategy. So whether they were um, service-based or product-based, I was always thinking up ways to help them grow their email list or grow their customers using opt-ins. So eventually I just got to the point where I was like, this is my zone of genius. This is what I love to do. Um, People were always asking me for feedback on what they should create. And so then I decided to niche down into opt-ins, which was a little bit scary at first, Um, but now I love it. So what I do is I help um, mostly women entrepreneurs turn strangers into fast friends, future clients and customers using opt-ins. So I also um, do training and I create Canva and Adobe friendly templates to help people design beautiful opt-ins. And yeah, it's been really exciting. I I love the podcast. I talk a lot about opt-ins and using those to Um, sell digital products and to launch products that people actually want to buy. Um, So it's all like a progression. And I really love helping people and giving them those like light bulb aha moments in their business. Oh, I love that. I think that is such a perfect description of what you do. And I know in the Profit Planner Lounge, you you helped us create a program called Opt-ins That Convert. So if you're in the Profit Planner Lounge, that's either out now or coming soon. And that was mind-blowing. I think we really hit that pretty hard. Um, And you're more passive income based. And I want to preface that because at the end of this episode, we'll be talking about how to apply this strategy into more of a service-based realm as well, because I know a lot of you have services. You can apply this strategy and and order bump your way to increasing your customer value. But first, I want to cover some of your more passive launches. I say passive launches, more like a passive income product, not a passive launch. Let me clarify that. (laughs) I know you worked your butt off. Um, Okay, so which, which launch do you want to cover? And we'll go through the numbers and explain it all because I think this is so interesting. 
Yeah, so we can start with my very first launch, which kind of happened by a happy accident. Um, So I launched the opt-in toolbox, which was my very first like digital product. Um, And I wasn't even sure if it was going to sell. Like when I launched that toolbox, I was completely service-based. I had a few passive income streams, but they weren't making me any money. So I wasn't, I didn't even know if this was going to work. And so I kind of stumbled my way through this launch of this toolbox. And basically what it is, is a set of like 35 Canva and Adobe templates for opt-ins and social media graphics, basically anything that you need to create and launch and opt-in. So I put it on pre-sale, but during the pre-sale, I was like, okay, you know what? I want to offer a little something extra. I don't know what it's going to be yet, and I don't know if anyone's going to buy it. So I'm going to add a mystery box. So basically, there's going to be two options at checkout that they can either just buy the toolbox itself, or they can get the toolbox and a mystery box for like 20 extra dollars. And then that surprise box would be released when I actually launched the toolbox when it was ready. So I was super surprised because even though it was only $20 extra and people had no idea what it was, literally, I think like 70 to 80% of people went with that option as opposed to just the toolbox. And is that not crazy? Yeah. I experienced the same thing. When I had an Asana for the Entrepreneur launch, it was like a 48 hour mini launch. I had an order bump that just said blog workflow. Okay. And I think it was like $25 or it was something pretty expensive. I didn't even explain what it was, but almost half the people took that order bump and it increased my launch revenue. It was like, it was so easy. Yeah. And, and the thing was, it's funny because even though I had no idea what I was doing with this toolbox launch, yeah. that by the time it was all said and done, because I think what I did was um, when I launched it on pre-sale, I added the mystery box. But then when I actually launched the product, I still had the mystery box, but people knew what it was and I increased the price of that. And so overall that like increased my launch revenue by 20%. So like my launch numbers wow. were like close to like $5,000, but just from that like small, like 20 to $30 order bump, it like made my launch, like increase my launch by almost an extra thousand dollars. That is insane, was- Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was- and I, I think it speaks a lot to the psychology too aspect because we know how hard it is to get customers in the door in the first place. It is I don't want to say hard, like we should have the mindset around it's easy, but especially at the beginning stages, it's kind of hard whenever you have a small audience, it's, it's just tough. And so why would you not leverage the fact that they're already pulling out their credit card excited to buy They're easy. It's like whenever you're at a makeup store and you're like, well, I'll just get that extra eyeshadow because you already have your credit card out and it's only $10 more. It's the exact same concept. You don't, they don't even actually care about the eyeshadow. They're like, well, I'm already paying for this. I might as well just add extra to it because they're already spending right. money. I do the exact same thing with almost everything in my life, which is not a great habit. But yeah, leverage the psychology of that situation for sure. And, you know, the thing about it too, is I think that, um, like the same thing that happened with your order bumps as well, is that when I was doing my surprise box, I told them specifically that it was going to be a set of tools that was going to help them launch their opt-ins. Um, and in that particular mystery box, it was styled stock photos, um, 
and I can't remember what else I put in there, but it, I know it was like over a hundred styled stock photos and like icons for landing pages and then patterns to use on their opt-ins. And it's kind of the same when you did your order bumps for the blog workflows as it, most people who have businesses are blogging anyway. So both of these, both of our order bumps were super relevant to the products that we were selling, which is why they were so successful. Um, so like, I think that one thing that we should know is that people need to make sure that they're doing directly relate to the product that they're trying to sell, um, because that's why people want to buy that extra. You know what I mean? Um, does that make sense? Totally makes sense. And I so agree. And I mean, like, why would you like, let's say you had just your opt-in toolbox without the order bump, your average customer value would have been, I'm, I'm literally going to throw out numbers. This is not accurate, but let's say your average customer value would have been like $50. So with the order bump, your average customer value is $70. So now the next time you launch, you'll know those numbers. So if you want to run ads to it, you're going to have more ad spend because you know your ROI is going to be more positive than negative, mainly because your overall customer value increases because of those order bumps. So it makes it easier to scale, run cold traffic to if you're in that phase of your business. I mean, this is more of like a why not situation than a new yeah, strategy. Sure. Like, yeah, exactly. Don't miss out on this. <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's the thing too, is um, sometimes when people are creating, like I say passive ish income because it's really truly not passive because there's still like customer service and creating the product and updating the product and all of these things. But when you're creating these types of products, um, it's really important like to know that you don't have to include everything into one product. Like that's what you can do for your order bump. Like instead of saying like, okay, I'm selling this mini course and I'm going to create, I'm going to add this, this, and this to this mini course instead why not just add 75 percent to that mini course and then offer that last bit as an upsell or an order bump or as a bonus um, for enrolling in that mini course or as a pre-sale offer or anything like that like you don't have to throw everything and the kitchen sink into what you're offering and that's where you can figure out what your order bumps are like for example when i launched the opt-in toolbox i had a mystery box that was just like styled stock photos and extra things that i didn't even have to put any effort into creating the same for Haley. You did um, the blog workflow. They right. wanted the Asana for the entrepreneur. And then they're like, okay, well, I definitely want a blog workflow so I can get my blog and my content mm -hmm. organized. So I'm going to buy this too. Um, so I feel like I like want to encourage people to like, not feel like you have to give away everything in just one product that it's not hard to find an order bump that's related to what your product is. You just have to figure out what they need to complete that product. So in my case, it was they are designing opt-ins and they need styled stock photos. So mm -hmm. if you're like a financial planner, um, they need like this spreadsheet, but maybe they also need this walkthrough video on how to set everything up. That would be like a perfect order bump, right? Yeah, totally. Like it, it, uh, I don't know what the word would be and I don't know why I just blanked on the word. I guess it flows into it. That's not what I was going to say, but I guess that'll be a good makeshift word for now. Like for instance, I don't know why I'm thinking of Amy Porterfield right now, but her webinars that convert her upsell was genius to me. Her upsell was those pre-made webinar slides. It's like, okay, once they, once they do her whole program or the webinar program, what do they need after that? What can make this program even easier? Well, webinar slides, duh, they're already made for you. They already need that. Like that's the perfect upsell. 
you know? Yeah, exactly. And, but she didn't include those. She could have easily included those slides in um, that webinar, like mini class or course, but she didn't. She added it as an upsell, which is so smart. So smart. Yeah. And I did the same thing when I launched the digital product toolbox. Um, I added my upsells. I tried two different ones. So I tried another mystery box, which also still sold really well. And then a digital product sales page, which was the sales page that I used for both um, the toolbox and both toolboxes. So it was like, basically, this is like my five to 10k sales page, like you can buy this sales page, like as an upsell for WordPress or Squarespace. And um, a lot of people opted for that. I think that when I launched the digital product toolbox, I had 60 total sales for the toolbox. But then um, the number of order bumps was 42. So over wow. like over half of the people opted for the order bump. And that increased my launch revenue by almost $1,500 and like 15% overall. Um, so yeah, I think that's the perfect example. Like if there's anything extra you can add to your product, you can sell that as an order bump that's like super small that's yeah. not gonna that's like kind of like at the makeup counter like this ten dollar eyeshadow when i'm already spending eighty dollars on this makeup yeah sure i'll add this ten dollar eyeshadow right like it right makes sense. it makes sense completely now i can hear it in my head i feel like this is a great idea this is what someone's saying this is a great idea but it sounds like so much tech and back-end work and blah so i know for me i use kajabi I absolutely am obsessed with Kajabi's checkout pages. If you're in the Profit Planner Lounge, you know how much I love Kajabi. Just using those checkout pages alone has increased my launch revenue and also passive revenue with my funnels by so much. It's been awesome to watch because more money in my bank account just by switching a checkout page and the way it looks and the way it functions. It's been amazing. But I definitely recommend Kajabi for order bumps. I know Vanessa used something else. So Vanessa, could you talk to us a little bit about your tool that you used? Yeah, so I used SamCart um, for my launches. And um, the reason why I did was because I wanted to have that extra option to where basically they could just click, like they choose either one or the other. So they either add it to their cart or they don't. Um, and just really similar to how Kajabi's catch up, or catch up. <laughs> How um Kajabi's checkout <laughs> how Kajabi's <laughs> checkout pages are. We're making hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so hopefully you laughed at that. But anyway, it's really similar <laughs> to um Kajabi's checkout yes. page where like quite simply you just like you're like, hey, do you want to add this to your order? And you click one little circle box and it adds it to your order and then you just completely check out. So I think that regardless if you use um, Kajabi or you use something like SamCart or you decide on another platform, the goal is to make sure that it's as simple as possible for them to just to have to do one thing, to click one simple button and then continue on to check out because you don't want to disrupt that checkout process and have them clicking a bunch of buttons and going to a pop-up or going to a new page. Like literally simple is best. So just like what Haley did with um, Kajabi and she added her blog workflow, um, like I checked out on her Kajabi page for Asana for the Entrepreneurs and I saw that blog workflow and it, it's really simple. Like you click the button and then you check out and that's it. So whatever you choose, Kajabi is a really great option because it does allow you to set up all the funnels and sets up the delivery of your product. So it takes care of all of the handiwork. Um, SamCart is a little bit different. Um, for me, SamCart is 
Um, it has a bit of a learning curve. Um, it's not super intuitive and the interface on the back end isn't like really clean. Um, so it did the first launch. It took me a little bit to get it figured out um, on how to set everything up. But once I did, I used it for my other launches and it worked really well. Um, so yeah, so forewarning, I think Kajabi is probably a better option tech-wise mm. if you're just getting stuff set up. But yeah, just make it simple. So no matter what platform you do decide to use, only give them one extra step, which is adding that order bump to their cart. Don't make them go to different pages. No. Don't make them click on any buttons. Don't make them go to pop-up because if they leave that checkout page, chances are like they may not come back to finish right. checking out at all. So right. it has to be super simple, like almost like not like a mindless action, but just like, um, yep. You know what I mean though? Like just like something like, okay, click, done, check out, we're good to go. So yeah, so don't make them work for that extra order bump because then you might lose the whole order to begin with. Totally agree a hundred percent. Now, if you are thinking, okay, great. I want to do this order bump. I want to make this happen. I want to use the Kajabi software to make this happen. Um, I would definitely recommend you use it for your product host just because it is around a hundred dollars a month, but I do have a 10% off monthly recurring coupon code and a 30-day free trial at profitplanner.co slash kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. I'll make sure to have that in the show notes for you. But if you do want to get that 30-day free trial and 10% off coupon, just go to profitplanner.co slash kajabi uh, to go sign up and play around with it. They have a great chat. I know if you're anything like me whenever it comes to tech, I'm always talking to those chat people. Yes. Like, Help me. <laughs> I need you again yeah, for, sure. for the fourth time today. <laughs> so Kajabi's uh, support is fantastic. Yeah. And so, I mean, if people can't afford to invest that much, you have to kind of think that even if you have one product that is worth like say $49 and you have an order bump that's 20, you really only need to sell like two products to cover that cost monthly. Right? So if you launch a product, then um, you can set up a funnel easily to recoup the cost of what that is. So that's what I encourage people when they're setting up passive income is to make sure that like, as long as you sell at least one to two products, you can recoup the cost of that software and it's really worth it. So my suggestion would be to kind of make an outline of how you want this to flow, like from an opt-in to a product to an order bump, and then choose a checkout solution that's super simple for people um, to like essentially just give you their money because when someone is ready to buy something, if they're at the checkout page, it's because they want what you're offering. Um, so don't make it complicated. Um, don't make them click away. Don't make them think too much about it. And that's why I like Kajabi because their checkout pages are super clean. There's not a ton of distractions on there and it makes it really easy to boost your revenue up on your launches and your product sales. I love that you mentioned that in thinking in terms of ROI, not just as if that's an expense. It's something that's going to make you more money, which is what I see all the time. And it's this money mindset issue of thinking, oh, if I spend money on the software, this is an expense. I'm paying this amount. But no, think of it as if you are giving, you're putting your money in a little hole in a wall, basically to Kajabi, but next month, you're going to get all that money back, but also way more if you actually use that software in the correct way. You're spending $100 a month 
to make over a thousand dollars a month. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? It's setting you up to scale. And what's great, what mm-hmm. I love about Kajabi, and then we're going to have to move on because then the fangirl session will be over. But what <laughs> I love most about Kajabi is that it is an all-in-one solution. You can do webinars, uh, opt-ins, Vanessa, listen to Vanessa's podcast on opt-ins, then go create opt-ins in Kajabi. You can do your basic email marketing. You can do, um, evergreen webinars, product hosting, checkout pages, order bumps, upsells, so many things. So if you are considering it and you have no idea what to do, you can DM me on Instagram at Profit Planner and I can send you that link directly and answer any questions that you have. Now, Vanessa, I want to move on to how we can apply everything that you've just talked about, how you, what you've done in your launch to a service-based business. I want to like just briefly talk about this real quick and let's give some examples. Yeah. So if you um, are sitting over there thinking like, okay, well, this is a cool idea, but I don't have any passive income products right now. I only serve clients. There is a way to do this or a way to apply this to your service-based business to increase your client value. Um, So when I was doing brand and WordPress design, a lot of my clients I found were always looking for the extra things like the social media branding um, opt-ins because naturally I was, talking them into telling them they needed opt-ins because they did, Um, but they would need opt-ins. They would need landing pages for their opt-ins. If I was designing a digital product for them, like an ebook, then um, they needed sales pages and stuff like that. So if you are a service-based business, think about what other things that your clients might need. So if your client is hiring you for a brand design package, so that includes the basics, like a logo, the color palette, the typography, like the whole brand suite, the style guide, then what you can do is you can send them over your quote or their invoice. And then I know um, Haley said Dubsado does this, but basically what you can do is you can add another option for them to add another service on with you that relates to what um, you're offering them. So for example, if you're a brand designer, then you can offer them a social media branding package to go along with their brand design package. So that right there like increases your client value a couple hundred dollars. And I used to do this, um, like I said, I, I designed um, some digital or some digital products and also some physical products for a few clients of mine. And so instead of just offering them just that product, like for example, a planner or an ebook, and I was like, okay, if you, um, you can also add a sales page and let's go beyond that and we can add an opt-in and opt-in landing page and create a funnel for you that goes to your product so that people will buy it and that literally increased the client value by like maybe 30 to 40 percent because it added hundreds of dollars to their invoice but it was a service that they needed Um, so i I encourage all service-based businesses to do that to have like one small service that you offer that relates to your main service that you can offer to your clients, um, like in a super no pressure type way. I love that. Yeah. And you can easily do that with Dubsado. If you're using Dubsado, the software you, well, if you're not, then you need to right now, but Dubsado is basically a client automation software. That's the easiest way to explain it. It automates your entire client onboarding. And there's a way to do exactly what Vanessa said, where they click a button and it automatically just updates their invoice. I mean, it's so easy within Dubsado. So I would definitely recommend going that route, using these order bump features, whatever business you're in, you can order bump your way to increasing your customer value. Now, Vanessa, I have two questions for you. One, 
what is your favorite productivity tool right now? Um, right now, my favorite productivity tool is Asana. Mm -hmm. um, I use Asana for a ton of different things. Um, I use it to manage. I have a few, a small amount of client projects, um, small client projects, because I don't take a ton of clients anymore. But I manage all of my clients on Asana. Um, I manage my group coaching program on Asana. So basically I created a workflow for them to help them go from like an opt-in all the way to a digital product launch. So I currently have like 15 um, students that are using Asana along with me to keep them on track. And then I also use Asana internally um, to help my design assistant and my VA keep track of tasks like that I need them to do. And honestly, I'm like such an in my head planner that Asana kind of like lets me dump out everything that needs to get done and then it relieves that pressure of like always forgetting things and feeling like there's a million things to do um so i don't think that i could run my business as efficiently without it so yeah asana is like totally my favorite for productivity girl me too <laughs> but you already know that and everyone else that's listening already knows that so what's your biggest productivity tip that you have so my biggest productivity tip is to repurpose. Um, repurposing your content, whether that be opt-ins or blog posts and maximizing and optimizing the content that you're already creating, like has to be my biggest tip. Like I repurpose everything in my business. Like, um, for example, like I have toolbox templates, I'll create one master set of templates to sell, and then I will strip all the branding and create new themes. So I'm literally creating one layout, but then I'm using that to create two or three different themes, which literally like double or triples my products. Um, repurposing my, like for example, I have a live webinar. Um, I repurpose that into opt-ins. Um, the same thing goes with uh, like launch emails, um, things like that. I'll repurpose my launch emails to use them as affiliate swipe files. Um, I like literally repurpose everything. Like I take everything and repurpose it because I feel like there's really no point to redo over and over the work that you've already done. So if you repurpose your content, like for example, if you have a blog series on something like a five-part series you can repurpose that and turn it into like an opt-in or a digital product um, so think about the content that you have and then repurpose it into something that helps you make money yes love that tip and that is so so very important now you have a podcast can you tell I know we mentioned this a little bit at the beginning but tell us a little bit about your podcast and then also the free gift that you have for everybody yeah, so my podcast is called the Optin Experience Podcast. And what I talk about on that podcast is how to use your opt-in to create an experience for your audience. And one that again, I know I said this already, but um, that turns strangers into fast friends, future clients, and customers. Um, I give all of the tips and um, tools and resources that I use to turn my audience into like quite literally like my BFFs, like my audience, like I love them and they love me. They're super engaged. They trust me. They love what I have to say. And I get love notes all the time. So I teach people how to 
use my experience to turn that into an experience for their own audiences. Um, so I talk about opt-ins. I talk about the tech stuff of opt-ins. I talk about digital products and launching um, as it relates to opt-ins. So yeah, you can find it on iTunes at the opt-in experience. Um, and I also have it on my blog or website, which is just vanessaryan.co forward slash podcast. And as a free gift, um, I am a template designer for opt-ins and digital products. I have a free set of Canva templates for listeners that you can use to easily plug these templates into Canva, change the colors, change the fonts, add your own images, and create an opt-in for your audience. It's totally free. And I will also set it up for you guys just because I love much. I have an opt-in design workshop that is also free. It's going to give you the basics that you need to design an opt-in as well as a training session on, you actually get to watch me design an opt-in and a mock-up in like 15 minutes. So that's pretty fun. So if you go to um, vanessaryan.co forward slash profit planner, no space, just vanessaryan.co forward slash profit planner. All of that will be set up for you. It's all totally free. So use it and love it. And I hope that you enjoy it and it helps you create your next opt-in. Perfect. Thank you so much, Vanessa. It's been a blast talking to you about increasing our customer value. Yes, I hope it's helpful. And then I hope everyone does this because it's a super yes. easy way to make more money easily. Yes. <laughs> That's the key, right?